what you know. Fear not what might not be, but focus on what could be. Own your destiny. Command your future. Know why you are meant to succeed. Hey, Jason Marcel here. Want to welcome everyone back to another episode of The Why Behind You. Thank you for tuning in to another week and another episode again of the podcast. I hope that you are enjoying this. I, as always, want to thank you all for sending the emails and the comments and the instant messages of just weighing in on some of these topics or how some of these conversations that you've had with your friends or your family or colleagues outside of this have transpired, right? So as we jump into this week, I wanted to take a little bit of a different approach because this is something that's been on my mind as 2020 has been one hell of a year so far, right? And I'm not saying that in the best way. I know that everyone can see that and everyone has felt that. I'm not saying that that it's been an unbelievably great year because 2020 has been a year that has challenged each and every single one of us. As you look at COVID-19 happening and, you know, we had to make major shifts in our everyday life, right? We're quarantined. We are having to make shifts and adjustments to work from home. The kids aren't in school and now they're back in school, but they're virtual. So you're having to homeschool along with having to work. I mean, you see some significant shifts in the social divide within our country. I mean, just going out every single day, you never know what you're going to see, what reaction you're going to get. People have pent up frustration. They have uh, concern and worry. And at a moment's notice at any given time, they are taking it out on the next person that they see. Right. And there are a lot of other divides within our country that are creating even more anxiety, more tension. And so, you know, you have a lot of people from like the everyday life that are just losing hope and what's next. Don't feel like the next opportunity is going to present for them. You know, people are developing feelings of despair because they've lost their jobs or their, their work hours have been cut and they can't provide for their family the way that they used to, or they can't cover their rent. Right. I mean, frustration and anger, wanting to get out and get back to normal everyday life and just can't can't do it because of the time that we're in right now. You know, families losing their homes. So there's a lot that is happening and it's different for each and every one of us. But I will say this with the greatest amount of sincerity is that we will make it through this. We will survive. This makes us stronger, but this this hurdle and these peaks and these valleys that we're going to experience from one day to the next are only going to continue to sharpen us and build us stronger. But we have to allow that to happen. But you think about how easy it is and uh, to fall into that negative mindset. It's very easy when you're constantly getting jabbed with it every single day. You know, Mike Tyson once said, everybody has a plan until they get jabbed in the face, right? I mean, this is 2020 is that year where we don't want to ask ourselves what's next because it has not really played in our favor. So as I pondered and talked about or thought about the topic this week of the elements around negativity, the negative you, as I titled this podcast, but negativity and how that negativity can set in at a moment's notice. 
we often talk about and compare, you know, negativity and positivity in terms of and how I'll position this is in terms of being a pessimist versus being an optimist for just simple terms of our, our discussion today. And we'll start off with the first first uh, portion of this of pessimists. People always tag a pessimist as Mr. or Mrs. Negativity. But by definition, you could actually say that, right? Pessimists tend to see the worst aspect of things. They believe that the worst will happen. And how often have we found in 2020 found ourselves in a mindset or a situation like that? I would probably say daily if you ask any given person, you know, and you have to 2020 is the anomaly. But you have to ask yourself, is this negative thought due to always feeling as if life or a given situation has constantly failed you? And. It's amazing to take a step back when you see the hardships that you go through. And I talked about this in season one uh, of the podcast around a very interesting and pivotal moment for me was when I stopped thinking about things of why is this happening to me and started thinking more in the mindset of what am I to learn for this from this? How is this going to make me better? How will this make me stronger? So another question to ask is, do you believe the worst will happen because you wish it upon yourself or others? It's interesting that there are people out there that wish the worst in life for themselves or wish the worst in life for other people. Maybe it's because of a a, a will to, to, to not be successful themselves. So if they're going to be down, they want others to be down too. But there are people that are like that. Pessimism isn't always meant to be negative, though. And I know that there are a lot of people that will challenge me on that. But I feel that it's not always meant to be negative. It could be a simple manifestation from simple worry or concern that's masked as negativity. Negative thinking is a very sneaky concept and negative, a very sneaky thing. Negative thinking can slip into the mind with stealth precision and become one of the strongest of habit patterns. People generate negative thoughts so automatically that they're unaware that it's happening. You know what? And it, and, and the fact that this is actually a choice that they are making. I always say it's very interesting. And I've mentioned this in another episode as well. It's very interesting how you can have two people that experience very similar situations And they have two totally different outcomes because one person is much more focused on why it's happened to them and woe is me. The other person is focused on how do I get through this? What do I learn? How do I keep pushing forward? It's a more productive mindset. We've often heard people or even said ourselves when something is happening, I'm not negative. I'm just keeping it real. And in reality, Some of that may literally be keeping it real, but that isn't always true because part of that may be keeping it real, but the other part may be just an over-exaggeration at its core. But when you, you peel back all the layers, it's all in your thoughts and your perceptive reality. Things may be negative 
or may appear to be negative because that's what your expectation is. And when we think about our mind, right? So let's talk about that, our thoughts and how strong those thoughts are, how they, again, as I just mentioned, how two people can have similar outcomes or similar situations, but have two totally different outcomes. I've mentioned this before. One of my favorite quotes is, you know, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react. It starts in your mind. No one is going to go through life without struggle. No one is going to go through life where the road isn't bumpy at some point on some scenario or some situation. But the important part for each and every one of us is to make sure that we understand what that silver lining is and what we can take from that situation or that experience to make ourselves better and to keep ourselves moving forward, right? It's that mental stamina that we've got to have. But getting back to thoughts overall, there are several kinds of irrational thoughts that can easily slip into our everyday mental construct. And I would ask each and every one of you to take a step back and think about this. Ask yourself, in the last week, let's just take the last week, have you done any one of these things? Or have you been around a friend or a relative or a colleague that has done any one of these? Number one, focusing on the negative. If you look in a lot of the literature and read about uh, some of these things, it may be termed or tagged as filtering. So you filter out the good and only focus on the bad. You know, you have a, I remember when I was running track or playing sports and I, I, I'd win or our team would win. But the number one thing would go to wouldn't be, hey, we won. We got the gold medal. It's, hey, we could have done this a little bit differently. Could have done this better. Wasn't pleased with that. It's okay to be critical of yourself and want to continue to improve yourself. But it may look like a very small thing, but you went straight to the negative aspects of it and didn't cherish and relish in the moment of the victory that you just gained. Number two. The should factor. People sometimes have set ideas about how they should act. You might hear yourself or you might hear a friend or colleague saying that you should do this or you ought to do that or you have to do it this way. And you don't realize that the path to success or the path to whatever you're trying to accomplish is not always linear, hardly ever linear. So the fact of you did it one way, but then now you're critiquing yourself to say that you should have done it another way or someone else is critiquing you saying that you should have done it a different way. You are undermining your accomplishment. You're undermining your success. And at that point you continue, it becomes a habitual process and you constantly do that in everything you do. Number three, overgeneralizing. You know, you take one example and you say it's true for everything. You know, this never works out for me. I never get ahead in life in every situation. I never get ahead in life or I'm always coming up second or I always fall short. It's not true. Take a step, in, step back and understand 
the reality of the things that you have accomplished. And don't measure your success or your accomplishment by the person next to you. Set your expectations. Set your goals. Set your milestones and have those checkpoints. And look at the progress that you make. Progress is driving you in the right direction that you want to go. Next one, catastrophizing. You automatically anticipate the worst. For example, you wake up and realize you've run out of coffee and that's part of your normal morning routine and you have to alter your morning routine now. And because of that altered process, now all of a sudden you automatically think the rest of your day is going to be thrown off. It's going to be a disaster. Why? Why go so dramatic and to so, such an extreme when that's not a reality? But your mind, because of the superstition and the routine and the process that you have, now you don't realize that you've established and set yourself up for the foundation or you've set yourself up to look for the wrong in everything that, that, that you encounter and, that, and everything that happens that day. Last one is it's the all or nothing thinking, thinking that everything is black or white. There's no gray area. It's either going to be this or it's going to be that. I'm either going to be successful or I'm going to be a failure. You know, that there's not that significant of, a, of an extreme. All of these types of mindsets, all of these types of thinking can be mitigated by setting proper expectations. There's nothing wrong with being real and being realistic and being critical of yourself or of others. But before you jump to the critical and negative mindset, celebrate the successes, celebrate the accomplishments, celebrate the progress, because those are the things that you have put the work, the time, the energy, the effort, and the execution into. Cherish those. No one is going to be perfect at everything. So I couldn't find any statistics on this, but the, there is a lot of literature out there that speaks to this. And it makes perfect sense. But the correlation between negative thinking and increased depression and anxiety between individuals, it's very well discussed by scientists, PhDs, MDs, and it's a reality. I can think about this time frame and this transition of being uh, in the set of having to work from home and legitimately in the home all day. I'm used to traveling for work and now I'm behind a computer on virtual calls all day, every day in the same spot. And I literally noticed a physical drain that I felt like I hit a wall at some point of I'm not used to this, but it was the same routine and 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 it just kind of caught up with me. And that's a lot of what, you know, when you think about not even just negativity, but not even switching up your routine, keeping things positive, keeping things moving, keeping yourself energized, how these things can eventually push to a physical response that is not necessarily wanted. Negative thinking has both a mental and a physical impact on our well-being. 
And the levels of severity of this can manifest in many different ways. Some people are hit much harder than others. Some people don't see themselves going down the road in a path that they are and how it is leading to having such physical and mental impact on them. Inspirational writer Israel Moore Ayavor said, your thoughts carry you wherever you want to go. Weak thoughts don't have the energy to carry you far. I firmly believe that the mind is the strongest tool that our body possesses. It can be the source of your greatest strength or the root of your most debilitating weakness if you allow it to manifest either way. But your mind is the strongest tool that you have. You have to feed it. You have to exercise it. You have to give it the energy that it needs to actually keep you going, keep you positive, keep you moving, keep you motivated. And here's the thing. You can't do it alone. And that's okay. We need people around us to actually help us to keep us driven sometimes. I'm a very positive, upbeat type of person. I'm going to find a silver lining in everything that I do. But I hit a wall sometimes. I'm naturally, I'm, I'm, I'm just, it's natural. I'm a human being. I'm naturally going to do that just as we all are. So there's nothing wrong with when you're actually faced with that. But what you have to do is surround yourself around people that are going to lift you up. But also don't just be a, use them as a crutch. Don't just lean on them to do all the heavy lifting. You have to take ownership of your own self. You know, Think about the influence of people around us. Have you ever had a friend or a colleague that's always negative? You know, you find yourself less motivated to be around them because you feel like it's just always depressing. It's always something bad or something negative. They're always talking about something that's going wrong. And that has an impact and a drain on you. But think about the people that you like being around that are full of energy and full of life. And you, you, it makes you excited to actually go around and be around them. Think about those people. It's a great place to be. So that's what I mean by we are impacted by the company that we keep. So when your mind tells you that things are bad or things are going to be bad or your mind has a negative outlook, on everything, that's exactly what you will see in everything you encounter and everything you do. Something negative, something wrong, something suboptimal. You're going to see it because you have conditioned your mind to think that way. But I want to contrast the negative, pessimistic mindset with what does it mean to be more positive, upbeat, to be more optimistic? You know, an optimist tends to be more hopeful and confident about the future of the success of something. But you ask yourself the question, is this positivity simple delusion coupled with unrealistic expectations? I personally don't believe that that's the case, because in order for you to believe something is possible, you have to envision it in your mind. That's the first step in preparing for any journey that you're about to embark upon. You have those that'll say, 
This is pie in the sky thinking. They are not realists. They want to avoid the reality or the gravity of life. It depends on the individual. Maybe yes, maybe not. Maybe they're even trying to psych themselves out of thinking so negative all the time. The idea of optimism could be a strong confidence in one's own ability or the sheer hope of greater things to come. You have a lot of people that have experienced so much hardship that they can't help but to be positive, upbeat, motivated, driven. You have a lot of people that have had so much success because one, they've conditioned their mind to acknowledge and celebrate the accomplishments and the progression that they've made. So for them, that success continues to build upon itself and they thrive off of that. That's fuel for them. That's energy. Take that own that. We're all again, I've said this a few minutes ago, we're all going to be in those moments in time where we're going to hit hardship. 2020 has definitely revealed that for each and every one of us. But it's a moment in time. It doesn't last forever, right? So we're often guided by the thoughts that being a pessimist is negative and being an optimist is pie in the sky thinking. It's nothing but positive thinking and and lack of reality. But this shouldn't be an either or scenario because there's a middle ground. There's no one way to be with every encounter in life. There's a situation or situations that we've encountered that push us to be pessimists because of past experiences and in, in those similar situations or something we've seen from other people. There are also experiences that allow us to live off the euphoric high we've experienced in good times, allowing us to be more positive and having a more productive driven mindset. I mean, it's a fact of life that we will have those negative moments that will challenge us both mentally and physically. But the question is, is do you continuously sulk in frustration over an unwanted outcome or Do you accept the reality that whatever this experience is offering you is simply a moment in your timeline that will come to pass? Are you confident and knowing that all things will come to pass at some point? And that includes both the great times and the not so great times. But the goal is to remain positive throughout, regardless of the situation, because positive thinking is not delusional pie in the sky perspective. It just means that you approach life in a more positive and keyword productive way. Again, I love the compare and contrast, but negative thought and negative thinking is like a gateway drug. When I think about this, it's like a gateway drug that suddenly hooks you without you even knowing. But then you finally realize that you're in a funk. You're in a in a in a dull lull of a spot. But you're already there and you had a slow creep to get to that point. But what are some other damning things about negative mentality, negative thought, negative mindset? All right. Compared to having a positive mindset. The thought of positive thinking usually comes with optimism, but is a key part of good stress management. It's a reality. It's a fact. Happier people tend to have happier lives. So having a more positive mindset, conditioning yourself to be more 
positive and more um, focused on positive things is better for your health. We talked about the mental and the physical benefits. But what are some things that positive thinking provides for you from a health standpoint? It's been proven. Increased lifespan. Lower rates of depression. We all need that in this, this current era that we're in right now. Lower levels of distress. We could use that right now every day. Better psychological and physical well-being. We could definitely use that in this day and time. One other really, really important factor is being more positive, more progressive, more productive frame of thought helps you with coping skills during times of stress. I don't think it's a big mystery right now that levels of stress are extremely high for a lot of people, if not all. In some way, shape or fashion, whatever reason it may be. So we're all in that realm that we have a choice to make. We have the ability to be harping on the negative aspects of everyday life. Or we have the ability and opportunity to take life by the reins and just control it. We can control how we react within our given situation and make the best out of it. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be rosy, but we can make the best out of it, whether it's your job, whether it's having to pull double duty and work from home and homeschool your kids, whatever the situation may be. We have the ability to control that and our lives will be a lot better for it. Robert Schuler once said, it takes but one positive thought when given a chance to survive and thrive, to overpower an entire army of negative thoughts. So I'll ask that each and everyone listening to this, try your best to see the silver lining in every situation. It may take a bit more effort and energy in the short term to maintain a positive point of view, and it will. It's a lot of work. You either pay now or you pay later. But the long-term effects of carrying the burdens of the yokes of negativity will have far greater implications on your well-being. We have a choice that we can make. And we're all going to face hard times and hardship. But they build us. They make us stronger. Hardships, hard times won't last forever. The good times won't also won't last forever. But we have to take and cherish celebrate every moment of each situation that we encounter and we'll be better for it both mentally and physically thank you for tuning in to another episode of the why behind you i hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion if you felt this topic was a benefit to you please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions at you at the whybehindyou.org. I hope you have a great rest of your day and week, and I look forward to seeing you on next week's episode of The Why Behind You.